It's time now for Love Talk right here on the Bridge 1120. Today, Evelyn Davison's guests are Vicki and Jim McGee. This is Evelyn Davison. Today's Christian Talk, 1120, the bridge broadcasting out of Austin, Texas, in the beautiful state of Texas. Getting ready for the Blue Bonnets to bloom and uh, for all the exciting things that spring brings to us in our life. And today we are just going to be talking about the thrill of hope and um and what that is and how that is a fuel that just uh, uh, mm, fills our hearts and, and puts us on the rope to uh, bringing joy to others. And our scripture verse today is out of Romans fifteen twelve thirteen, And this is St. Paul's blessing. And it says, Oh, may the God of green hope fill you up with joy. Fill you with peace so that your believing lives filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit will brim over with hope. The green tree of hope, that's basically what we call the rope of hope, Jesus Christ. And he says that we are a tree planted by the river and uh, says also in John fifteen sixteen that I, uh, I have called you that you might grow up, be a tree that bears fruit. And that's the Good News Journal and the Today's Christian Talk, uh, Love Talk uh, rendition of that scripture. We have a wonderful program in store for us today. God has a plan for every life. And we believe that he alone opens the doors of love and redemption and connects us to his heart. And our guests are Vicki McGee, a master communicator and Bible teacher, with her husband Jim McGee. Uh, they both are retired from Campus Crusade, uh, where they served more than 29 years. And Jim and Vicki both serve on the NDP board, leadership board for Capital Area. And they're mother of uh, two and grandparents of four. And they have one that resides in heaven. And Vicki is the co-author of our book, um, Praying and Praising Across Texas. And... Um, it's just such a great time today to uh, open up the world to talk to these wonderful people. And uh, I want to welcome you, Jim and Vicki. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. How is Texas for y'all today? It's great. Is it great? Yeah. Lots of exciting things are going on, and especially this week and next week. And we're going to be talking today about what I, we call, uh, and it's sort of our theme for NDP this year, the thrill of hope. Uh, Jesus is our rope of hope for the time in which we live, and it is a time in our life when we are able to really appropriate the grace that comes to us uh, because of um, where we are and where we're going. And uh, So we're going to talk about um, the thrill of hope and when we have a broken heart instead of a happy heart. What do we do? What do we do? And so life sometimes is easy and sometimes pretty hard. But Jesus said something that we need to look at today, Jim. Upon this rock, I will build my church. And that's out of Matthew 16, 18. And that rock is um, its himself. It's the heart he has for us and the rock of love. And, and it comes out of John three sixteen. What's John 3, 16 say, John? Jim. Jim, I'm sorry. <laughs> it says... Uh... For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I just uh, got my grandson memorizing that very verse. 
and uh, he's he's uh, getting excited about memorizing some verses with me now. And that was one of one of the. How old is he, Jim? He's uh, eleven. Eleven. That's such a good age. How about you, Vicky? What does that mean to you? Uh, <clears throat> the fact that God gave, and what He gave was His Son, mm-hmm. and that He gave that for me. You know, I've heard it year, for, for years that even if I was the only person that mm-hmm. lived, God would have done that for me. And I guess having given one of our grandchildren back to the Lord, I understand a little bit more about the depth, just mm-hmm. a small degree, of what that costs God in giving Jesus for us. Now that I have given one back, our grandson, just, you know, that that that's, that's a lot. That costs a lot mm-hmm. for God to do that for us. And that he loves us that much. You know, um, if, if we had to define God today, the scripture in First John tells us so vividly what that is. It says, God is love. And he says that God did that for us while we were yet sinners. What does that mean, Vicki? Well, before I even cared about who God was, that he was the creator, that he cared about me, that he, even before I even knew any of that, still walking in my own independent way of doing my own thing, not even aware that there was a God maybe, he still loved me enough to do that for me. And again, it just gives me an overwhelming awe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about, I don't know anybody that I would die for but simply my mm-hmm. family. But to die for somebody who didn't even know me, who didn't even care about me. Who was a stinker. That's, that's inconceivable. <laughs> I can't grasp that kind of love, Evelyn. How did you come to realize that he loved you and had a plan for your life? Well, I was 16, and I remember um, being invited to go to church with a guy that I was dating. And um, What, Jim? No, wait, Jim. I'm sorry about that. His name was Bill back in Abilene, Texas. And I remember going to that youth group and watching those kids and thinking, what is it they have? I don't understand this joy and peace and purpose in life. You know, I was just a typical teenager wrapped up in all the worldly ideas of, you know, being popular, being accepted, making good grades. And um, I had heard about Jesus as a good example to follow, Mm -hmm. but had never heard that Jesus wanted a personal relationship with me. The Lord of the universe cared about Vicki McGee. And then I remember hearing Psalm 139 about how mm-hmm. he knew my days before there were any of them and how he knitted me together in my mother's womb and thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, this... This this, this is big stuff, huh? Oh, that he knew all about me. And that he cared about me, and even to the point that he picked the day I was born. He picked, you know, he guided my parents in the name that I was given, Vicky Victoria, which means victorious. Mm-hmm. That I was born on December 25th, and um, for years struggled with that. And now realizing that what greater day to celebrate my birthday than to celebrate the same day my Lord was born. How exciting. So all those details, that's how much the God of the universe loved me. That was overwhelming, Evelyn. Well, how about you, Jim? 
I was 12, and uh, I realized that uh, I knew about God. My parents had taken me to church. I had been in uh, royal ambassadors and learned mm-hmm. scriptures, but God just seems far away. He just wasn't a personal, and I really desired for that. And I was in a, a service one e- one Tuesday evening, and the Holy Spirit just got a hold of my heart, and I went down and turned my life over to Christ, and my life has never been the same since. I remember going home that night uh, in the car with the windows down and the cool breeze blowing and thinking, holding my Bible, thinking, well, if I if we have a car accident and I die, I'm going to heaven. Mm-hmm. No doubt in my mind. And even right now, still have that peace of knowing that when I die, I'm going to heaven. Not anything that I did, but what Jesus did for me. You know, that's what the real thrill of hope is. It's when we are, have that assurance mm-hmm. through the power of God's Holy Spirit that we are sealed for lifetime. None of us are perfect, Jim. We no. all have those defects that we're working on. Uh, you know, we can get up in the morning and before breakfast ends, you've got ten complaints going, you know. <laughs> uh, because we we build sometimes on expectations of what we think God ought to be doing. And when we have to wait for that sometimes, or even for revelation, you know, and when you're looking for answers to issues, uh, it is easy to get discouraged and to lose our hope. Mm-hmm. But I think we're at a place right now in this nation that the number one uh, target for most people today is where is our hope for America? And apart from hope in the Lord Jesus, I don't see much hope for America. I don't know. You may no, be there isn't coming. any. That's how. That's what America was built on: the hope of Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's the whole deal that uh, made this country great. And just the excitement of seeing it become great again mm-hmm. in the Lord, that's that's hope. Uh, well, you know, just recently, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, ups and downs in, in, in the news uh, channels today. I mean, you, you can just about pick any point of view <laughs> and find something that will agree with you. Uh, but just recently, uh, say a week ago, I guess it was, Melania Trump stood in a public meeting and did something. What did she do, Vicki? She read the Lord's Prayer before a, I think it was a, a rally. But to have the First Lady of the United States of America stand in a public arena and read the Lord's Prayer... I just was overwhelmed with gratitude to the Lord. Forget the personality. Mm-hmm. Forget the place, what it was all about as far as the, what was going on. But to have the Lord's Prayer read in the public square gives me hope mm-hmm. that God has not taken his hand off America. At this well, point. I agree with you. And you know, it's exciting to be living in a time like this uh, because... Uh, we have reached the end of the rope of comfort in this nation. The, the end of just the expectation 
that our our grandchildren can enjoy the freedom of life the way that we've had because there's so many of our freedoms that are in jeopardy. You name every one of them. But we do have hope, and that hope is Jesus Christ. It is in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so as we're going to be talking today, we're going to talk about what is it you do when you get in trouble? What is it you do when you lose your hope? Or you lose someone as they're close to you, that, and there's a void in your life. Stay with us for Love Talk. We'll be back with Jim and Dick McGee right after this. <laughs> the world has changed. Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 1-888-988-9736 and visit TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944.
back to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guests, Vicki and Jim McGee. Thank you to all those wonderful sponsors that we have. You know, we've done Love Talk Radio in Austin for 32 and three quarters of a year. <laughs> and I count those because, uh, you know, month after month we look at where we are and what it is God's called us to do. And with the Good News Journal and with Love Talk and National Day of Prayer and all those things that are so much part of our life, uh, we you, sometimes we get to the point that we need a word of encouragement. But, you know, we've been talking today about what the thrill of hope is. And our thrill of hope for Love Talk is it will make a difference in your life. You'll hear something that will open up your heart and your soul to understand that God loves you in the person of Jesus Christ. And we are in studio today with Jim McGee and Vicki McGee and their longtime friends. They serve on our board of directors for National Day of Prayer. And they are retired uh, missionaries from uh, March for Jesus. Not March for Boy, that goes back a long way. That tells you about my history, about Campus Crusade for Life. And that has been a major organization in this nation uh, to help us come to understand who the real rope of hope is. But, Vicki, I, I know that you uh, and GM went through a real tragedy. And uh, what I want us to talk about a little bit today is, you know, what is it? that God does in the lives of all of us in the area of giving us hope when the hard times come. First of all, what was the tragedy that struck you in Jim? Well, in June of 2012, our fourth grandchild, Brody Manning, who was 17 months old at the time, accidentally drowned in his backyard swimming pool. And... um as a result of that, mom and dad have now divorced. And for me personally, it was a real time of shaking my faith in who do I believe in, what do I believe, and um, a real time of pulling back and just really focusing on um, the Word. You know, the Word is alive and active and... uh Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And really thinking through, what does that mean? Did I get angry? Yes, I did. Did I have a hard, did I have a time of being angry at God? Yes, I did. Um, but I know that He loved me. He never turned His back on me. And that during the time when it was so hard, I know He was the one that was sustaining me and, and helping me through it. What I have come to learn in just the last Six months is that God uses brokenness. Um, we're talking about spring and how you know things grow and a seed has to drop into the ground and die to bring forth more. Well, Jesus in his when he had the last supper with his disciples took bread and broke it and then he gave. And what I've come to learn that through my brokenness, if I allow God to work in my heart. If I trust him and hold on to him, regardless of what I'm feeling, that God is going to take that brokenness and he's going to use it then for me to give. So I have an opportunity in the next couple of weeks, just met a lady through a prayer group who lost a child in November, a two-year-old, and she wants to talk to me about how did you make it through. 
And I see God using my brokenness to minister to somebody else. But it was that holding on to hope. If I didn't have Jesus to hold on to, then there was nothing in this life that was worth living for. But knowing that Jesus doesn't promise us a life that's free of hardship, but he promises I'll be there to walk you through the hard times. I'll be there to mend your broken heart because I understand because I gave my son for you. Mm-hmm. So I understand. But just staying close to him and seeking his face and being true, being honest. You know, God doesn't run from us when we get angry. He doesn't turn his back. He's there. And so just the hope, just like we go, the hope of tomorrow is in Jesus Christ. You know, when you look at loss, uh, sometimes all you can major on is what's not there. You know, that the, the loneliness of that. Right. Uh, the heartbreak of that. Uh, and even the guilt sometimes that we pull up on ourselves when those things happen. You know, it's so easy to take blame for something that we're not responsible for. And in doing that sometimes, it wounds us as well as it heals us. What about you, Jim? I know it's hard for you to talk about this, but, you know, uh, how is it that you were able to to walk through this without being just totally destroyed and broken? Well, I think uh, I still, even now after, what, almost five years, Mm -hmm. I still see a picture of him and just tear up, and it's... uh, it's it's still tough. It isn't easy. But just as Jesus, he chose to die on that cross. And as I think about the scriptures of 1 Thessalonians 5.18 and Colossians 5.20, he tells us that we're supposed to praise God in all things mm-hmm. and for all things. And I had to choose. I didn't want to. I didn't feel like it. But I had to choose with my will to praise God in that situation of Brody being gone. And as I began to do that, then instead of anger and bitterness, he began to put praise in my heart. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, uh, that Jesus was still there. He hadn't left. He was still giving my heart a... Uh, kind of a touch-up mm-hmm. and uh, softening it a little bit and giving me a new a new love for him and for who he is and realizing that, you know, I don't know God. I don't know all of his thoughts. And for him to allow that to happen, you know, I don't know. But I know he does, and he did it for a reason. And he's going to bring good out of that. And I've had several opportunities to pray with people that have had uh, lost kids. And, mm-hmm. and I was able to share with them my hurt and my love and how Christ had continued to be with mm-hmm. me all through that. And when I cried well he was there when i was laughing he was there when i was just not thinking about anything he was there and he said in hebrews 13 5 i'll never leave you nor forsake you and he never left me and never forsake me and he never has Mm -hmm. and ever since i've invited him in when i was 12 years old 
uh, that's over 50 years ago. He's he's never left me, and that's that's the thing that uh, I think that really helps me is just knowing he's always there, he's always faithful, and he's gonna he's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. When you look at um, the holes that we have in our hearts, sometimes you know it's just like a bullet just goes all the way through, and 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 it's just no place to get it fi- healed or get it fixed. Um, the the consolation and that's basically what it is that confirming spirit of of the holiness of our Father uh, gives us the example that He felt the same way mm-hmm. when He gave up His Son. Yeah, you know He was He was God, but He was a man, <clears throat> and uh, to see Him have to suffer the way that He suffered, and you know we kind of are there in that place in America today. We're looking at our nation at a time when things are beginning to um, make some changes. But one of the things that I, I recall so well in my life is, is uh, the closer it seemed like I got to that perfect plan that I believe the Lord had for me, the more it seemed like the, the turmoil around me boiled up. And before we moved to Austin, we lived, we owned a ranch, and my mom and dad lived, lived on a little farm just less than a half a mile from where we were. And one morning about 4 o'clock, our phone rang. It was 3 o'clock, actually. And I answered it, and Van traveled at that time. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, it was just like a warning. You know, suddenly I just thought, gosh, the phone's ringing at 3 o'clock in the morning. What's happened to Van? Well, it turned out it was the local sheriff, and he called, and he asked me, first of all, are you by yourself? And I said, no, I'm I'm not by myself. You know, our David was uh, 13 years old, and um, so he said, well, I've got some bad news for you. He said, you have a brother named Jack Walker, and said, we just got word here at the, at the uh, sheriff's office to try to get in touch with you. He has been, he has been abducted, and uh, he was killed. Hmm. And he said, we want you to go tell your parents. Wow. My dad was not a Christian. My mom grew up in a Christian home, but she had not lived it. Because he, when I came to know the Lord, he was drafted into World War II. And when he came home, I didn't know anything other than say, Papa, you've got to come to know Jesus. You've got to be born again or you'll go to hell. And he looked at me and he said, we will never discuss that in this house. But when I was in college, he began to listen a little bit. And he'd say to me, now, I know you believe this, and I want you to be, be happy. And he said, I'll, you, we, you can bless the food. I'll let you bless the food. <laughs> mm. So, you know, I, I call, call back on those days how desperate I felt for what not only to, that the, it would make a difference in my life, but how could I be a person of faith and good cheer with my mom and dad going through what they were going through. Mm. So I understand. And you know, the example that we have is that that's what the Father went through with Jesus. Mm. Well, we need to take our break. When we come back, we want to talk about reaching and teaching. When tragedy hits your heart and you're broken, uh, do you get mad at God or do you get mad at America? Right after this.
information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, excellent, worthy of praise, helping you think on these things every day. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in the studio with two of my precious friends, Jim and Vicki McGee. And we're talking about what it is when your heart is broken and your life is all but just crushed. What is it that you do to begin to put it back together or allow God to put it back together? And one of the things that we have to do, and we've got to do this in America, basically, is we have got to stop and take a heart exam. And look at our life, Jim. And, and you know, when tragedy hits, uh, it hurts. It hurts a nation if, if we lose our faith in, in who we are. And I think that's happened across America. Uh, we are in trouble. And, and, but it's time for us, I do believe, Jim, to stop hiding out and report for duty. And that's what we're going to do with National Day of Prayers. People all over the nation come together and pray and seek God for our, for our nation. But let's talk about what God calls us to do as Christ followers to stop what we're doing in America and start doing in our own lives. And so what is the first one that we have to stop doing? Well, we've got to stop just carrying the load alone. It's uh, a lot of people think, well, I can do it. I And you see a lot of people talking, and all you get is I, 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 I. And 
it's not I, it's the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so he tells us that uh, my yoke, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And a yoke was where you put two oxen together and plow a field. Well, two of them pulling on that ox, on that yoke, it was just a nice, smooth, easy walking and doing it. But if you take one, it's it's off balance. It's uh, it's harder uh, because you got twice the load you're having to carry instead of half. And what the Lord is asking us to do is put our load in Him, mm-hmm. step up to the yoke with Him, and let Him take the part of that hurt. Yeah that uh, grief, uh, the burden that we're struggling with, let him do that. And so many people just want to do it themselves. They think they've got to do it themselves, and they don't even want another person to help them and come alongside of them and pray with them or talk with them. They just think they can do it themselves. And when we get to where we can get past that and quit trying to be alone and start walking with the Lord mm-hmm. instead of by ourselves, then it's going to be much easier for us, and we're going to be walking the right road as well. You know, he says, Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. You know, it's, he's telling us that we can't carry this load alone in America. We can't carry it alone for our children. No. We've got to be connected with him, in yoke with him. And, you know, we call that reporting for active duty. You know, we, I think we think we're going to fight this battle. Well, we're fighting dev- the devil himself. Yeah. And you can't do that. And the scriptures tell us we've put on the full armor of God. And the yoke's not mentioned in that, but it is a necessary tool. Yeah. And it's a everyday affair. Yeah. It's not just a one-time deal. Yes. It's every day, sometimes several times a day, because sometimes we'll start off in his yoke, and then we'll decide, well, I don't need to be here mm-hmm. anymore, and we'll step out, and we need to get back in that yoke again. Yeah, because you go, you're on a journey with a yoke. If you're moving, yeah. you're yoked to yoke. And that's a yoke of marriage. It's a yoke of uh, of uh, freedom. There's just a lot of different yokes in America today. And you got to be going in the same direction. direction if you're going. pulling to the left and he's mm-hmm. pulling straight, then you're wasting your energy trying to pull against the yoke instead of pull with the yoke. And I think that's what we're doing in America. You know, on one side we have the conservative, biblical, freedom, family, and faith are the things that we stand for. On the other side, it's just, you know, freedom to be what I want to be, that's what I want to do without faith and without family. And, uh, and family is changing in our nation, and those are the things that, you know, trouble our heart. Well, Vicki, what else do we do? We need to do? Well, we also need to quit playing the blame game. Ooh. <clears throat> I think we have a tendency to play the victim. You know, oh, woe is me. Um, I'm this way or that way because of somebody else. And, you know, the scripture tells us as believers that he has a plan for our lives, even a plan for our daily lives in America. And it tells us in Jeremiah 29:11 that he knows the plans he has for us, plans for good and not for evil, 
Why? To give us a future and a hope. There's that word hope again. Mm-hmm. If you know the content of where that scripture comes from, the children of Israel were in captivity. And he's saying to them, even in your captivity, I have a plan for you. And I think for me, even in America, God is saying, I have a plan for you, not just individually, but also as our country as a whole. Because it was founded on biblical principles, the Judeo-Christian faith, that is why... I firmly believe that America has been blessed with what we have, one of the richest nations in the world. Why are people wanting to come here? Because there's freedom, freedom to be who you want to be, but it's freedom to come in a country that has biblical values. Mm -hmm. Not that that's going to be shoved down your throat. You, You have the freedom to be who you are, but that's the foundation of our country. It also tells us as believers in the scripture, in Ephesians, it says, Be imitators of God, therefore dearly beloved, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So as believers, we're called to walk a life of love to those that come into our lives Regardless of their background, regardless of their faith, regardless of their ethnicity, as believers, we're called to love. And I think that's what sets Christianity apart from a lot of these other religions is that it's a, it's a walk of love and be imitators of Christ. And so we quit blaming everybody else for our problems and start taking responsibility just like when we lost our grandson easy to get mad at different things you know this person or that person or why didn't they do this or why didn't they do that but you know it's taking a good hard look at myself and saying okay lord what is my responsibility in this and what do you want of me Mm -hmm. and how can you redeem this situation and use it for your glory and your goodness And give hope to other people. So quit playing the blame game. Okay, Lord, what do you want of me? I have a responsibility. As long as you're blaming someone, you're not focusing on what can I do or what am I supposed to be involved in. We're too busy looking at everybody else and know the problem. Well, we may need to do something. We may need to love someone, a next-door neighbor that isn't a believer or help someone financially or go feed the the homeless or whatever, you know. Give hope back to the thrill of hope. Give Mm -hmm. hope to those around us and quit blaming what was me. I'm this, you know, I lost a grandson. I'm devastated. I'm brokenhearted. Yes, that's still there. But God says, as Jim said, In everything, give thanks. Mm -hmm. And, Lord, how can you use this to make me better, not bitter, Mm -hmm. not blame, but use it to make me a better person and help someone else in their loss? Well, you know, I think that that is so true for us individually uh, when we have high expectations of our children uh, or our, you know, in-laws or (laughs) it's so easy to um, come to a point that, that we don't own our own stuff. Exactly. And you have to own your own stuff. And that's really what happened to me when uh, 
when we moved to Austin. Uh, Van came home one weekend after, it was about three months after my brother was uh, abducted and said, I think we're going to have to move to Austin. I said, no, no, no. Mm. You may be going to Austin, but the boys and I are not going to Austin. we got horses and we got ducks and we got <laughs> geese and, you know, <laughs> we got cows and babies we have to take care of. And he said, well, I'll have to get another job. So I said, well, uh, we better pray for it then. <laughs> we, you know, we've got, we've got some issues here. And uh, I have to tell you, I did not come happy. I came with a lot of bitterness and disappointment. But one of the things the Lord taught me when we came was that he is my rope of hope and that I cannot put it in what I do, but who I am and who he is in my life. And it's, it's been a great blessing to live in Austin. We are talking today with Jim and Vicki McGee, and we're talking about, you know, what is it? that we do when we lose our hope. When we come to that point that our rope of hope is broken or we are, we are just all but destroyed by disappointment. When we come back, we're going to talk about what, what it happens when we complain and what God wants to do with that complaint in our lives personally and as a nation and what the real answer to the thrill of hope is right after this. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Time to return to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guests, Vicki and Jim McGee. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today with with some of the best friends we have in Austin, and I thank God every day you move into this city. <laughs> uh, Jim and Vicki McGee, and we've been talking about, you know, what is it you do when you lose your rope of hope, when hope dies? The Scripture says, deferred hope makes the heart sick. But when hope comes to the household, there's joy. And so joy sometimes is in the sorrow we have as much as it in the victories that we have. And, so we've been, and, you know, one of the things that we just naturally fall into is complaining. You know, we just got to complain about everything. And, but, you know, we are blessed in America to have the privilege of selecting and electing our leaders, Jim. And, you know, we, we're seeing some protests across our nation with people that are just enchanted with us. Uh, we are filled with terrorists in every state of our nation now that are jeopardy to our freedom. And so I think one of the biggest problems that we have right now is that our media has been um, compromised. Truth is not being made known in the nation. But I think also that God is stirring really strongly in that. If, and, and we do have a lot to complain about in America. We've lost so much of our value and so much of the freedoms that we've had 
and 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 the terror that our children go through at times. And so, uh, one of, one of the things we have to do is we really have to begin to believe again, to live again, across in America or in our own personal lives. And John says, "Let not your hearts be troubled. Trust in my Father. Trust in me." And so one of the things that, that we can get really excited about today, I think, Vicki, is that President Trump has promised to make America great again. And great in grace, I do believe, is, is what, what he is trying to say to us. And so what do you think our, we're challenged to do at this time when, when there's not a lot of hope? Well, Evelyn, I think one of the biggest things that we can do is pray is seek the Lord and pray. Uh, I think where where we are today is due to the Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and on. Um, I think the biggest thing we can do is pray and then ask God, okay, Lord, what would you have mm-hmm. for me? Again, taking responsibility. We can complain. We can gripe. We can be discouraged. We can cause all kinds of dissatisfaction among the people we're around, which solves nothing. But asking God, the Lord, what do you want of me? What can I do? And I really firmly believe, Evelyn, the biggest thing we can do is get on our knees and pray and seek his face. Because the hope, yes, Trump says let's make America great again. But ultimately, who's going to make America great again? It's going to be the Lord. Mm-hmm. And just like Melanius praying the Lord's Prayer, it's the Lord who is going to save America and make America great again. Who he uses, individuals, that's up to him. But the bottom line is, where does my hope come from? My hope comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. So our hope is in Jesus Christ and seeking Him. You know, I've noticed uh, that has become such a call across this nation, prayer calls from during this time when we prepared to elect our new leaders and during this time the great turmoil over the wall that's, uh, that needs to be built around us. You know, Jeremiah just, he cried out for God and, and for the things they needed to build the wall. And finally one day God said, don't, in the tabernacle, he said, don't bring anything else here. God's house is full of things. He just needs people. He needs for us to wake up. And I think that's kind of what America is today. We're full of a lot of things, but we're using them for the wrong reason and for the wrong purpose. And I think that we've got to wake up. And and that's what we've got to do as Christians. And I call it reporting for duty. Exactly. We, We can hide out in our prayer closets. Just recently, we had a movie that came through uh, called War Room. Yes. Awesome, awesome movie. And that's what we're in, a war. And it's seeking the Lord and standing in the gap. You know, it says, The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We're in a war, a spiritual warfare between good and evil. I think that's what you're seeing in America today. And God's people have got to realize that the battle is fought on our knees in the war room. In prayer. Yeah. 
You know, it's interesting to see how that picked up across the nation uh, with the media. The secular media has mentioned it very little, but it has become a war cry across this nation that we have a very special place where we meet Jesus. And that we have a purpose for doing that. And if we look at the acrostic for prayer, it's, you know, we start with leaders, believers that have to uh, report for duty. That means we've got to pray. We can't just wish. We've got to pray. And so one of the first things we do in this acrostic is we praise. We looked at the hills that, that the scriptures say comes our help. How important is praise to you, Jim? Oh, very important. That keeps my whole attitude, my whole mind focused on him rather than what's happening. Mm-hmm. Well, it is so easy to fall into these things that we've talked about today, especially complaining. And I think we've got to pick up the voice that uh, says that, uh, you know, with him all things are possible. He tells us that every day. All things are possible. I can make America great again, but my, the people have got to trust me and go to work to do that. Okay, the, other, the second one is rebound uh, or repent. That means we go back to the cross. You know, the cross is empty, but he said pick it up and carry it with you every day as a reminder that this is paid for. The war has already been won for your, whole, for your soul and for your life. That's right. And then the A is to activate the rope of hope for Jesus is the thrill of hope. How thrilling is it, Vicki, for you to know that you have direct connection with the very heart of God? Again, Evelyn, I keep using the word. It's kind of overwhelming to realize that we can talk directly to the Lord of the universe, the Lord of lords and King of kings. We have direct access to him. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go through, a, you know, some priest or any other thing, but go directly to the God, the source of all hope. And he, he is the source. There is no other source. And when we look at it from that point of view, we have to come to realize that uh, the last part of that pray acrostic is yield and yearn. What does it mean to yield, Jim? I just uh, let him have his way. Just give up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like surrender. Mm-hmm. You throw your hands up and say, I can't do it anymore. I surrender. Mm-hmm. And yearning means that you have desire mm-hmm. in your heart to be like Jesus. Jesus didn't give up. He went to that rock in the, in the, in the garden and laid out his life on the rock, and it said that it was such agony that his body bled before he ever had one switch. And when we look at that and see what he paid. Heavy price, ha- heavy price. Mm-hmm. And if you really, if you really want to know what that is, go to John 15, the 15th and 16th chapter of the book of John. Because Jesus lays it out so plainly for us to come to know that he is real, number one. He's not an imagination. He's not an expectation. He is real. And by the power of his spirit, he said, I'm going to go away and I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself. But in the meantime, I'm going to give you the source for the power that you need. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit. 
Mm-hmm. And we we kind of forget that sometimes we get cra- we caught up in the scriptures. We get caught up in in uh, things like we just talked about. Uh, uh, when, when you have a pattern or you have a plan, and we let that plan rule our eyes, but it is the Holy Spirit of God that makes the passion that it will take for each one of us to be an instrument, an ambassador for Christ. What, how, how is it, Jim, that a person out there that's listening to us today can have that assurance? Well, a person out there may be wondering, I don't know if I died today, if I would go to heaven or not. They just may not know. Or they may not have the peace of knowing that if they died today, they'd go to heaven, so there's no peace in their life. Or they may just feel that God is just far away. They don't feel close to Him. In any resort, what they can do is, it's neat that He died and paid for all of our sins on the cross. That's what He did. And in doing that, He gave His life for us. So all of our sins are paid for, past, present, and future. All we have to do is receive that gift He gave for us. And that gift is forgiveness of our sins. And we have to, in Revelation 3.20, it says, Behold, I, that's Jesus, stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, Jesus says, I will come into him. So all we have to do is know Jesus is a gentleman, and he's not going to knock his, your door down, but he knocks gently, wanting to come in. And all we have to do is hear, open the door, and receive and invite him into our lives. And I did that by just saying a simple prayer of the Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Uh, I invite you into my life, come into my life, and I thank you for making me the person you want me to be. He's done a marvelous job with you, Mickey. And that's all I had to do. And when I did, he came in just as he said he would, and he will come into your life if you invite him in the same way because he's faithful and he said he would do it. Well, thank you, Jim, and thank you, Vicki, for being with us today. I know it's really hard when you look back and you examine the hurts and the pains of life, but the joy comes, and it is joy when we look unto the life of Jesus and know that apart from Him, uh, all things, uh, with Him, all things are possible. We want to thank you for joining us for Love Talk this week. Uh, if you're interested in our new Praising Praying Across Texas, you can, you can go to the website for ndpaustin.org or give us a call on the love line at 512-249-6535. In the meantime, I just pray this week that you'll look up and see the rope of hope of Jesus Christ and come to experience the thrill of hope in your own heart. Have a great week and see you next week for Love Talk.
You know, the world has changed. Getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you connect with your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company and the partner you can rely on to help navigate through ever-evolving digital landscape needs. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 1-888-988-9736 and visit texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find us in the number one position. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.